0: To the freaking awesome a show in which we talk about the things we watch, play, listen, and read it throughout the week. Uh I'm John. I'm Audrey. And that's it. No Ben today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, I, I don't have the you know the 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 catchy one liners, I guess you could say. Or not one liner, but the intro. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I can't think of anything. Talk okay. my head. Uh because Today too, you won't be in the main discussion. Nope. Off the top of our, uh, like on the top of the show, I'm just going to say it. Uh, it's a pre-recorded discussion with Kay Smith Wong from last week, where Ben and I discuss the movie with her, everything, everywhere, all at once. So that will be our main discussion this week. Uh, but also on the weekly roundup, we will be discussing uh, Audrey and I only uh, about malignant uh, not the malignant you think of.
1: Malignant.
0: Uh, Spider Baby or The Maddest Story Ever Told and Alter. So those will be our weekly roundup stuff. Uh, the trailer talk for this week is the video game Scorn. Uh, I think I forgot to mention Scorn. Who is it by? Now I'm typing it in. Who is because it by? I don't know who made the game, Scorn Game. Uh, Scorn oh, for, they said oh, it. Oh, the publisher Kepler Interactive. Yeah, I never heard of them. Mm. That's the first time uh or oh, no, no, this I'm on the uh, developer. M- 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 oh E
2: software uh, Ebb Ebb, Software. Ebb, Ebb, Ebb software.
1: Uh
0: the publisher is Kepler, but the uh, Software. Ebb? Ebb, Software are the ones. I don't who... remember
1: what Doug Bradley said. Bradley?
0: Is that the the announcer? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Uh so yeah, that will be our trailer talk. Uh how are you, Audrey? Anything? Doing well. Doing well.
1: We're closing out Pride.
0: Oh, yes. One more week. Yeah. Then it goes back to next month, uh, the red, white, and blue.
1: Mm. Yeah, nothing happened today that yeah. makes you <laughs> ashamed to blue, uh, white, red. J-
0: just look back in the history mm. uh, of this week, and then you see a lot of things It's not happening.
1: a slippery uh, slope, but you know, <laughs> hey, let's uh, talk about something, something else.
0: else. Uh, so, yeah, the trailer. We'll be discussing about that. Uh, Jump right in it. Yeah, let's let's just jump. Just jump. I I think I'm saying the game right. Uh, Let's jump into uh, Scorn.
3: Scorn has no dialogue. So most of the storytelling comes from the environment. Discovering the ever-present symbiotic relationships and how things are connected equips you with the tools to progress. While there is shooting within the game, Scorn is not a shooter. Every encounter must be carefully considered. A wrong choice could be deadly.
0: That's a clip from the trailer. It's deadly. You're getting squished by, uh, what, what do you call that? Uh, designer, H.R. H. Giger mm-hmm. type of... Um, <laughs> It uh, said it's also
1: the Z- Zdzislaw Ber- Ber- I've never heard. Yeah, of that same person. here. I've
0: never heard What's of this favorite?
1: person. Uh, Ooh, Polish painter, photographer, and sculptor, specializing in the field of dystopian realism. See, let's see, like Let's see,
0: Let's go dive in. Oh, okay. Yeah, Ooh. this is definitely his style too. Mixed in. Mm. It looks I think really the, cool. I think
1: that big one with the the big head with the people coming out or going in. <laughs> I feel like that's a that was in the trailer as well. That very same shape.
0: Oh yes, yes, yes. That's that's cool. I like it. So yeah, it's a video game that's coming out on Microsoft Microsoft <laughs> Microsoft. Microsoft Microsoft uh platform. So if you are like me who Game Pass. S- game Pass subscribe, it will be coming out on Game Pass. Hopefully I have a nice TV. Win? Uh no. I don't wow. I don't remember them saying anything. This year? Oh, this 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 trailer games, debuted games? last year. Oh. Okay. Uh well not this trailer was specific but the tra- original that, yeah. trailer debuted last year so they just have more I would say 2 years from now Really? Th- yeah, games Aww. take a while. Like they they stretch Why this even to build tell hype. Just build hype. For what? For like for people who it's want It's not like
1: they get more money for if people talk about it, right? Or...
0: Uh well they they build an audience. So people are like, "Oh yeah, this game's coming out." So they build more and more.
1: I will, uh, but like you build it now and then like oh in two years and i forget and then oh and then they come back later oh don't you remember i guess i don't know
0: yeah yeah, yeah. i was like oh yeah that game we showed a trailer for for <laughs> five years ago Yeah, five years ago okay. cool i don't understand uh but yeah we watched a two minute and a half like describing commentary mm-hmm. trailer i forget who's the person again doug bradley doug bradley you know, gave, no was he from somewhere
2: you have such sights to show you?
0: No. I don't even know what you're quoting now.
1: Uh, okay, so this imagine this as like a film. Who was who was a, a horror film icon who did like was all into flesh? And kind of like
0: John Carpenter?
1: John Carpenter into flesh?
0: I don't know, like his his style of uh mm-hmm. flesh, like yeah. eating.
1: No, and like, you know, like yeah. I'm I'm stretching up my face. And he has little, little kind of like leather outfit.
0: Oh, Hellraiser. Yeah, Pinhead. He's Pinhead. Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Do not recognize. When that you, name. If you, when
1: you, if you watch it again and you hear the way he says "splash,"
0: ah, um, that's cool. I hope he com comments throughout the whole game.
1: But it, well, it says no dialogue.
0: Oh yeah, that's true. Well, I hope there's a commentary track. What you if think, it's no dialogue they... from you only? But then when you meet, it's all of a sudden we find out. No, it, it's not dialogue. Oh, yeah, that's true. There's a
1: talking dialogue.
0: Uh, yeah, that's true.
1: No, it looks really exciting. I like the atmospheric ASMR feel of it, and I really like H.R. Giger. The other gentleman, I forget his name, and I don't want to attempt to butcher his name any more than I have. Um, his work seems very interesting, and it also goes, they, they're very simpatico, you know? Mm-hmm. It's very, it looks very... Uh,
0: squishy and mm-hmm. a little, the whole game looks squishy it's like, like it. if you touch anything it will be i hope everyone can hear that to the asmr section of the podcast mm-hmm. uh do yeah you, I,
1: do you like games like that where there's no direction yeah,
0: or yeah i play we uh, I uh yeah i play games like that there's one called gone home there's like you're oh. there's no shooting no real dialogue you're just reading stuff and you're it's like a mystery and like kinda haunted house kind you yeah, exploring. Of, oh. Uh that's the last game I remember playing like that. But I've I'm I don't mind games that were yeah, you're just walking through Does something. the
1: fleshy bit or the macabreness of it, is that off putting to you? Is that when you see that? The game this game, yes, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. I, it feels like i want to touch everything just to see what noise it makes
1: oh, no i saying it's it off-putting
0: like, oh yeah yeah like, like I, a like, lot of stuff looks like you're coming out of a flesh
1: mm-hmm. it reminds me too, like a species like how oh she, how yeah was very like it was that hr giger feel mm-hmm.
0: like the- i'm wondering because it says there it's not a shooting game uh i'm wondering or it, it it won't be labeled as a shooting because
1: like you're you don't kill to advance, but you can Yeah, Yeah, yes, exactly. Like I need it. Like I have to shoot Like Portal. The ap-
0: portal is a, not really a shooting game. You, you but know, you, you, have you have a gun. portal gun. Yes, a oh, portal okay, gun. I get it. I get so it. I can okay. see them using that as another way of like, oh yeah, you have this thing that shoots something, mm-hmm. but it's not necessarily a shooting game. Yeah. Uh, but I'm excited to play it. Uh, we don't really do trailers for video Games. I thought that was a very unique trailer to do. I'm excited for uh, it. And I'm
1: a, I remember seeing it last year or something or like mm-hmm. on the YouTube. So i like, Ooh.
0: I think you saw it too without me telling you and you just saw Yeah, it yo, I was it like, "Oh, yeah, I know popular. about that." You're like, what? <laughs> I said, "I know." Okay, moving on to our weekly roundup.
2: <gasps> yeah!
0: Ah. Ah. See, I'm, I'm going to go with it now because okay, you guys you don't can. want to do it. But no, uh, I mean,
1: you got it's you did the work. It's enjoy it. <laughs> Sit back, relax. The <laughs> come to you. Uh,
0: this section of the podcast is also the screen box. I don't have a thing for that, but
2: are we, ah, are, no. uh, <laughs> are we gonna
1: have a, a whole a screen box section?
0: Yep, yep, because uh. Because we're subscribed to Screenbox now.
1: We're just watching, we're just gonna we're go all, through the whole stuff. The whole thing. Yeah,
0: might as well. Uh, So, we, we watched three films from there. Uh, all of them are very different from what each other, like from ranging from old to new films. Uh, let's start. We're going in order of the way we watch it. So, the first film we watch is Alter. It is a found footage film, Uh, very low tech found footage, you can say. Like, they don't do too much. It's about friends that go in the woods and something happens It's kind of
1: like because the found footage is like kind of combobulating in my head. I'm getting confused of
0: which one's this one. Yeah, this is very straightforward. So it's like a young filmmaker. He is a little uh, like not a little kid, a, a a young adult, and his sister oh, brings them. Oh yes, to, yeah, yes and then things yes. happen okay, throughout yeah. the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a why I say low tech. They don't do too much in here. I yeah. think the the most technical thing they did is probably have these little blue orbs in the film. I, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to like ruin any of these films that we watching. If you're interested, go ahead and watch it. But overall, I did not really care <laughs> about the film. How did you feel?
1: Um, No, it seemed like, uh, they were like, I don't know. I like it's like, it's happened. It didn't, it didn't, um, how do you say push the genre or its type of, you know we're going we're going camping together you know and i have the film or i have the camera and i'm going to show it it didn't really mm-hmm. um push it forward or do it in a unique way that made me want to like oh yeah i got to i, I got to tell people about this mm-hmm. there is one little interesting bit that i think they were trying to put on it was with the person who has the camera what his maybe his angle or his uh uh, uh view on life and when i say that it doesn't i'm not saying like oh he's really in, like into NRA or like one of those type of views is just the way he views the world and perceives information and things like that. His, his is different than the typical person you would see with the camera in these type of, in these type of films mm-hmm. sort of thing. Um, and the twist or the horror aspect of it, I don't think it's, The typical thing that you find in the woods, nothing too, too much. I mean, they, they did it. And then you said it was akin to another film the way that at the end where like,
0: Oh yeah. So they, um, to me, the very ending, they do a cool camera style that if you watch the, oh, the superhero found footage film it was in the top of my head chronicle i want to say it's called chronicle mm. um you'll like this part but it's not as great as chron- chronicle i want to say it's chronicle i might, might be wrong but i want to say it's chronicle
1: yeah i i didn't i didn't find that part too uh invigorate i i thought it took away from it because it's like oh, okay what now like it's mm-hmm. it's like the only way that they can make it that, that the camera follow oh yeah the rest it's of chronicle. the film yes yeah um, I, I, it just for me, it came out of nowhere as to like why the motivation of the character, or he's like, okay, I'm now I'm this, but I still want to film everything. You know, mm-hmm. I guess that the fact that it's found footage, somebody must have found it or whatever, and somebody's watching it. Like, I want to be seen. I want to be known. You know,
0: I do like how this film starts. Like, it does the thing where they trick you a little bit mm-hmm. of what what's really going on, and oh, okay, now we're in the movie. Uh, it has a cold open, but other than that that's it yeah uh, second film we did not even know this is a um what do you call it? a, th- a th- uh, anthology
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, it's a film called malignant
1: yeah it took about three or four stories in before we're like are yes these,
0: this related.
1: but oh no they're not they're blah, blah, blah. i
0: want to say there's at least seven stories in there and i found two that i like yeah. that's it uh, most of the stories are kind of like low budget like that's like a film student there's like one or two that actually have a budget that you can tell like they have not budget but better cameras better yeah. equipment um, but other overall this, this is not found footage too it's not it's shot like different type of film yeah you it's watch an it.
1: anthology I think VHS that anthology I think that
0: that's a found footage though VHS is a yeah. like trick or treat is the one I would like oh. uh, compare it to but trick-or-treat is a whole different like budget-wise yeah whole different uh thing but i think like the one that i like in here it's something about in a radio station that could be like a trick-or-treat type of yeah it felt story. very
1: tales of tales from Yep, the exactly type type tells of... the Whoa, hello sorry
0: is it is it the radio station calling you
1: <laughs> yeah 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 no i gotta do something later um go ahead i'm sorry
0: Oh yeah, the the one with the radio station is like the best one for me. Uh the story wise, I once, I if you watch this film on uh Screenbox, and this podcast isn't sponsored by Screenbox. It's that just HNG. we're just we we're just we're getting uh, talking our about worth, it. I guess. <laughs> uh but yeah, uh th- that fast forward to that one. I think that's the best one out of everything. Uh there are other ones that are literally the exact same plot and you think it's the exact same movie. I honestly can't remember
1: again like it's like i think the
0: bad part about this anthology is that they don't separate each other and only in the very ending they should run the credits i think the
1: first three seem like they could have been related and all of a sudden the like the fourth or whatever one wasn't and that's when you realize and then like it doesn't then i'm like okay I didn't appreciate each little nugget for what it was. Cause I assumed it was all one big yeah. souffle versus, and then at the very end it was, it then like when the last story rolled, it's like, and then all of a sudden we see credits and then I see different types of credits. And I was like, Oh, they're playing the different credits for each of those different yep, films. Yeah. It was a weird way to do it. I didn't, I, I don't, I guess that's the only way
2: or.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know how this, the production wise, how all these films got together. Like, yeah. I don't know if someone's like, Oh, these are from different festivals in this whatever maybe time and then we just combine them or it's like oh they had an idea like a 24 hour we can only make a film type of uh, oh, jam, yeah. like a jam like a film yeah. jam yeah yeah uh, but yeah i'm not sure how do any you remember of this, any
1: of the other stories to kind of refresh my
0: memory there's like two literally about like a slasher type like i'm behind you type deal uh, there's one like about a game one. show. Yeah, that's literally the, game, that, that, show. the, the yeah. game show. The one with the three sisters.
1: Yeah, the opening. Oh, the three sister one. I think was probably a little bit more compelling. Or yeah. A little so there's like the three
0: sisters one is like another of those like tell us from the crypt. They, if they had more budget, like they yes. can do more to it.
1: Yeah. Um, Sometimes it went. It went really fast, and I guess it's again you have to just like like how you said if it was like you have you have to make a, a five minute short film mm-hmm. or something like that. So you do have to get you do have to say a lot in a short amount of time, but it also it just seemed like they totally ready to hurry up and do it really quick instead of like, well, let's, let's trim the fat and then make, make it only what we really need sort mm-hmm. of thing to tell the story. Um, that one was the shower one I could have done without. Um, it just, I mean, just the way it's the story. And then the the first one with the game show, that was not, I didn't like that one either. I didn't really. I wasn't into that one, but yeah, I would say besides the one, what was the first one you mentioned that you liked?
0: The one with the radio Radio station. station, I would
1: say the three sister one was probably, if I had to pick out of that. Okay. But our last.
0: So our last film, uh, it's from the year 1967. Uh, It's a film called Spider Baby or The Maddest Story Ever Told. Um, Off the bat, uh, so the film is directed by Jack Hill and just research. He does a lot of like old style, but one of them he's the writer of Foxy Brown, the original Foxy Brown uh, film. So that's interesting. It's like some of these I've seen in what are, those, those, what
1: are these type of movies called? Like
0: exploration, yeah, explore, ex,
1: ex, exploitate, ex, yeah, oh,
0: explo- uh, type films. Yeah. uh, this one's on the lines too. Uh, this one. Mm-hmm. I don't even know this person but you knew it's uh Lon Chaney Jr. Mm-hmm, and who is mm-hmm. this person again? I forgot. Where- he's uh
1: he's a pretty famous actor. There's Lon Chaney and then he's this he's the son and I think he couldn't go by Lon Chaney until after his father died, which I briefly read upon when I was doing this. But um he is in this type of um B movie horror um history sort of thing. Oh okay. Um I don't know if there's any that we would like know off the top of our head, but he's, I think he's like in the, not the son of Dracula. I think.
0: Dracula versus Frankenstein.
1: Yeah. I think he might be the wolf man. I think that's probably his biggest credit. Okay. Yeah. Um. He's in like Abbott and Costello and a lot of like those types oh, of other.
0: That era. Yeah. Universal uh, monster.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like when, when actors had contracts with studios and yep. so like you were kind of like, bound to
0: that sort of thing uh, it also stars Sid Haig so Sid Haig if, oh, if you're him. not familiar with him he is one of the what do you call them the devil's rejects from the, the, the uh, House of a Thousand Corpses, the Thousand Corpses. Yeah. he plays the clown dude in, in those films he has clown makeup I don't know his uh, mm-hmm. well, I, I don't know his actual name in those do you remember his name in there? Captain Spaulding yeah, it's Captain Spaulding yes he plays Captain Spaulding and he's this is a younger version <laughs> Very skinny, uh, did not bald still, but uh, you can recognize his face. But I did not know he was in this film until I looked up. Like, so what? I, what we what, what? How we decided to watch this film is basically I looked up uh, good movies to watch on Screenbox. Uh, you can uh, subscribe now for fifty dollars a year. Screenbox, not <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, we that's how I looked it, and we found this film, uh, Spider Baby for short. It's called Spider Baby too. If you look it up. And also stars Carol O'Mart, o- Quinn K. Regker, Jill Banner, and uh Mary Michelle. Uh so Mitchell. Mitchell. Uh like I said, I didn't want to like talk about the overall plot of the film. I just want to say that like, this is worth watching if you want. There, there there's things in this film that uh is kooky, I guess you could say mm-hmm. that's the correct word that uh, I did not expect it to happen. I think all the people played the parts really well, very convincing. It's it's that acting style back in the day where you're like kind of like over the top, or you're like very. I don't know. We used the word like a where the acting style is very like at that time where uh, not deliberate, but it's like you really like are you have like a type of voice, like a very
2: yeah, like uh, it's, you, trained voice, you, trained actor.
1: You you made your choices and you're very committed to those things. Um, I think this is one of the greatest movies I've ever seen. I think <laughs> it's, it's classified as a horror comedy. Um, uh, every person who showed up knew exactly who their character was mm-hmm. and they, they lived it through there. I was convinced of all of these people. Um, it gave me the same. And I think this is the type of films that, uh, like Rob Zombie likes and what he tries yep, yeah. to recreate for us now. And some people might go, uh, some people go, uh. But I think these, if, if he doesn't reference this, I'm sure he, I mean, this must have been where he was seen Sid. Um, it, this, uh, what was I going to say? Um, it's just like House of a Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects. You you are like, who am I rooting for? Am I rooting for who I who are the typical good people? Um, but because they seem really bad, or should I be rooting for the people who, in society, would be characterized as the bad people because they they kill or they yeah. have a different lifestyle, but they actually are good people. Mm-hmm. It was very like I, there was a point I was like, who am I rooting for? I don't know. And I was like, just super excited to see where it was gonna go. Yep, yeah it was um like somebody who like an untrained eye or somebody who didn't who wouldn't appreciate this they would say that it's campy or cheesy or something but it's really i think it's i think it's perfectly done everybody came up i think um i i loved i loved the story it was simple there was uh i i don't know if it's just the way that 60s films are or 50s you know where it's like they know it's black and white, so they play with shadow a lot. That,
0: that is true, though. Like yeah, if like, you see uh, and, Alfred Hitchcock yeah. when he talks about, there's reasons why certain like they'll get costumes and lighting because they know they they know they're shooting black and yeah, white. Yeah, you so. can't see it, or this yeah.
1: will pick up or something. And it's just like it's done really. I think it's done really well. Like mm. you can't, you don't see that sort of thing here. Like you can just be outside and have a light on over here and a light on over there. And it's like, and just have two people walk around and it's like, Oh wow. It's really, it felt more compelling. Um, I, I, I don't, I, it was, re- I, I really like this film. I think it's, I think it's really good. I think everybody did a good job. Um, They, the, the exploitative part would be like, because they're, um, they're, they would be considered, um, Oh my God, I lost the word. I don't want to say mentally slow. That's not what I'm trying to say, but, um, not disease How would you, how do you say that now? I can't think of that. I've totally lost my mind. Like when you say somebody has like,
0: I, don't, I Oh my
1: God, I can't think of what I'm trying to say. Like, not like, I don't want to say that they're like, they have mental issues or they're, uh, I guess mental health issues, but yeah. it's, uh, I don't want to say autistic, or I don't want to say that because that's not really what it is. But mm. it's like there's like genetic things, and you know the the way the story's tell told it, um, it's just really good. I think those the people playing those characters who are, um, disabled or or whatever. I think they they do it, they do it really well. I don't think it's um, I don't think they're putting people down. I think that's what I'm trying to say. They're they're doing it. They're elevating it to the type of thing that they're trying to say. I'm not like, it's not like this, this movie's not trying to make fun of people like this. They're just telling a particular story and they just happen to be slow, but there's a bigger part about it that is more um, interesting. And it's not even that they're slow. It's like, it's a, a you know, a, a reverse sort of thing like that. But um And like, there's like this character who's like, oh, I'm happy or blah, blah, blah. And oh, I'm silly, blah, blah, blah. But it doesn't seem, doesn't seem weird. Like it seems, it just seemed really good. I really, really liked the film. I think it's a really good film. Mm. It's pretty, it's like an hour or so. Yeah, yeah. (sighs) And I thought, and the twist. the Uh, Hour and 21. Hour and 20. Like the twist ending is exactly what I would do. Oh. (laughs) It's exactly what i do. I'm like, we're going, we're, we're doing this we're doing this together guys let's let's do this mm. you know it's i really like it i think it's really cool i love it i like the music i like the the very end there's like a little kind of da, 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 like a little oh music, yeah, yeah i a, didn't a even know music yeah. a little, little music, music cue, and cue. i was like oh my god all of this is so thought out and it's perfectly placed yep, and it's yeah. like somebody it
0: makes you think is that music cue inside the or throughout the whole film it could have been yeah. yeah
1: it's very uh somebody really cared about this and they were able to like, okay, I have a very clear vision and either I had full control and I was able to execute it very well, or I knew how to communicate to my actors Mm -hmm. and everybody knew what they were doing. Or I didn't have the, you know, how you always hear about like the studio making notes or changing it or like changing the story. I'd be surprised if the, if this was not the way that the filmmaker wanted it to be like they're like oh no I was supposed to be a whole different story and they made me do this because I really like it this way usually you can tell when things are like a studio makes a weird note and they're like no you have to have this and so they put it in but it just doesn't seem to fit in with the rest of the film or it changes the story mm-hmm. in a weird way but it, it was just so I told you I wanted to be um, the uh, what's what's the girl's name I wanted to be Virginia for Halloween I wanted oh, yeah. to have a little nightgown and hold my knives like this oh, just wait, walk two, around like that two, yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. I won't say what is what's the reasoning of her but
1: yeah it's cool I like it it's uh, I think maybe because it's so simple Mm -hmm. and it's just like um it's just it and stuff and I love how when they're driving and they're just like you know how you drive in movies back then where you just like shake the wheel like really
0: hard oh yeah
1: yeah yeah. they're
0: not actually you know driving though
1: but you got to do it and this is how you drive like when you you know straight you got to shake it like that mm mm-hmm I think people should watch it. I think it's really great. I want more people to watch it. I want it to be like, oh, let's come back.
0: Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's more movies at Jack Hill. Yeah, that's what I said. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe they're very similar. Uh yeah, that's Spider Baby. You can watch it at Screenbox. Uh yeah, I'm I'm yeah, it's uh same thing. It's, it's a really good film. Uh, I'm happy that we watched it. Oh, yeah.
1: I think I think uh with the other two films, I think. Just with getting Screen Box and finding this, I think it was worth it. If even if all the other things we watch aren't as up to par or something. I mean we we find some gems like on um some of the horror subscriptions. Like I really enjoyed Hell House. I like found footage horror a lot. Oh, yes, and so, yeah. I kinda just kinda peruse that sort of thing. And I was re- I really enjoyed the Hell House um, mm-hmm, series. Too. And finding this just made me like, oh, okay, full Screen box is worth it. <laughs> I don't th- I don't know how else we would have seen this.
2: hmm
0: and, I, and, and Sid
1: Sid Haig, I didn't. I don't really. I I enjoy his acting. I don't really know a lot of his work, but I was kind of browsing through it. And it was just really interesting to see a young version of of an actor that I've only seen um, in the later stages of their career. And yep. it's it's interesting to see it and like, wow, you did that. You you know, oh wow, that's cool. And it's like, ah, oh, you know, you had this whole life before I knew you. You know,
2: mm-hmm. it's great.
0: It's great. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. I think that's it for the weekly roundup. Uh, I mean. That's it for you too, Audrey, because you have to go.
1: I got to go. I got to, you know, again, I have to go to another, you know, universe dimension because again, the, the Y chromosome has messed it up. They messed it up in this universe just recently at the Supreme court. So, you know, now <laughs> I gotta go somewhere else. Okay. I'm going to go get my googly eye but i'm gonna get the one Like, remember how we were at michael's and we saw that a big bag of oh yeah, eyes yeah and they had That's like a, like a like, color. Like, kind of like a dragon or reptile well, i'm mm-hmm. gonna go get that one dragon i'd rather one. go live with the lizard people oh yeah, yeah, yeah i don't know about this place but you know um what outro music should i have i don't know uh, can you put in the doctor who this time
0: uh yeah or i can do little spider Ooh, spider
1: baby
3: yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay bye
0: Thank you, Audrey. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, the next part—it's the main discussion—is with Benjamin or Ben <laughs> Benjamin. Benjamin. Benjamin,
2: ben, oh, I'm, wait, back. Wait, 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 I'm back. And I'm back. <laughs>
0: Benjamin and I, myself and Kitty Smith Wong, as we discuss everything, everywhere, all at once.
1: Mom, just wait. No time to wait. Very busy.
0: Across the multiverse, I've seen thousands of Evelyns
2: there's somewhere out there it exists the universe is bigger than you realize
1: you think this is funny
0: there's no going back of all the places I could be?
1: I just want to share
3: with you that is a clip of everything everywhere all at once directed by the daniels starring michelle yo stephanie su ki huan ki ki huan james hong and jamie lee curtis uh, this is the plot synopsis on imdb an aging chinese immigrant is swept up in an insane adventure where she's she alone can save the world by exploring other universes connecting with the lives she could have had or could have led. Um, so this is part two of our discussion of the multiverse and um, joining us again. Uh, she is a film critic, a writer, an occasional podcaster. You could find her work on flick fest and a new scientist and you could find oh, and movie maker. And you could also listen to her on uh, the nerd party Dot .com uh, discussing everything everywhere all at once. Uh please welcome again Katie Smith Wong.
4: <laughs> Hi.
3: Um welcome back. Thank you again for Thank discussing for a, the second welcome. round of multiverse movies. <laughs> <laughs> I
4: can't wait. <laughs> yes.
3: <laughs> I think this is the more exciting film I guess you could say from last week's episode. Um but uh, yeah, uh I'll say before we start uh Please, if you're listening to this episode, listen to the last one where we discuss uh, Doctor's Trains in the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, we gave our thoughts. And uh, then uh, after that, c- come back here and listen to our thoughts about everything everywhere all at once. And by that, uh, we will conclude this episode with our comparison of like themes and whatnot. And who did the multiverse better, I guess you could say. But uh, before we do that, uh, Katie... Um, I know you're from the UK. You 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 watch this later than us in the US. Mm, uh, yeah. But what's it your, was the, Yeah.
4: Sorry. <laughs> I was going to say what's your I'll, thoughts
3: about the film, but go on. <laughs>
4: I, was, I, I have been looking forward to this film for months. Um, when when that first trailer here, I was so excited because not only is it a film that has an Asian American cast, but it, casts, it has Michelle Yeoh as the, in the first lead role in a Hollywood film and you've got James Hong in it. Just kind of bonkers to
2: me.
4: (laughs) Um so yeah, I was so looking forward to it. I think what when that first scene hit, it was it kind of it did strike a chord in me. I'll explain this more about this later, but I think it's just so surprising that it just takes you on a very personal journey and it's just so much fun. It never and it and it's so bold. In its enjoyment and its entertainment, but it had those little hidden messages and things that you know actually build up out the character development and allows the cast to shine. So it just, for me, it was like a perfect package in my eyes, while having a very personal effect on me. Uh, I'll I'll explain that later, but I, oh god, it's my favorite film of the year so far.
3: I think we're all gonna echo this <laughs> throughout uh, this podcast. I don't know. I actually don't know what John's uh, uh, opinions are because I never. <laughs> you actually just watched it this week, John, right? Like yes, um, yes. So yeah. what? what's on your VOD? What's your thoughts on it?
0: I really love this movie. Um, it is. <laughs> it's a movie that I did not know what was. Going I, in, I did not
3: know what was. What I was, was trying to expecting. give no spoilers to you because I watch it like before you, and then yeah, I remember and you're it. hinting. That's the best at way this...
4: to, I think that's the best way to enjoy it. Really, yes, yeah. Spoiler free and just go out, just go in as cold as possible because just mm-hmm. then it just takes you on this wild ride. But anyway, sorry, carry on
0: I think the only spoiler you gave is when we're in Costco and you mentioned this food item, and I was like, "What are you talking about?" Oh, it's yeah, the green bagel. You guys were like, <laughs> bagel, guys were like "Oh, I didn't, want, I didn't want to ruin that part." <laughs> But uh, you mentioned that and you, your partner and you were like laughing. I was like, oh, yeah, it's silly like that. And I'm like, okay, I didn't understand that. And he, you, you were like, when you watch the movie, John, you understand. And uh, I watched the movie, I fully understand everything <laughs> <laughs> uh, of that reference. Uh, it is a very emotional journey film, uh, especially there are parts about family that really connected to me. And uh, I think think like there's a a good like 10 minutes where i was just like kind of like bawling or uh, crying yeah <laughs> uh, just because of of certain moments i don't know if it's different modes for you guys but there was a certain moment where i thought like wow this is a film that kind of talks about empathy and kindness of a way i never thought of before um but it was very just emotional for me, and I really, I really, really enjoyed the film, uh, everything about it, and the way, um, the it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, I don't know, is it sci-fi? I don't know what you call this. <laughs> I guess it's sci-fi, I think, right? Yeah, I think it's yeah, yeah sci-fi. Yeah. It's sci-fi that I've never. It's uh, 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 the way they do deal with multiverse is never the way I thought. Uh, a sci-fi wise that they'll you can deal with it and i thought that was very uh fun approach that the daniels did and yeah i really just i really appreciate the movie and i'm really happy that i watched it right before the podcast because everything's
3: just fresh in my mind um i feel like it's it demands like repeat viewings too because there are things i caught i didn't catch the first time that once you like the second time i watched it um I appreciated like the music cues, like the, the the score of it all. Like uh, like that. I think that the first time I didn't really, I thought about like, it was like a fantastic score, but like the second time around, especially the emotional moments or the the, the moments that will, that will impact you more, the 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 score like levitates those scenes to me. Um, but yeah, really quickly, my thoughts. I love it. <laughs> this is this is by far my favorite film this year. Uh, I think the cast is remarkable. Uh, every person in this, uh, 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 every character and actor that's played in those characters, I think they they're perfect on the role. Um, I really love how it's not it's not a movie where it doesn't it doesn't. Although they're dealing with the multiverse, it doesn't seem confusing. It's like they tell it really well to the point where you kind of get the idea of the multiverse Oh, the the different worlds in the multiverse is that I really appreciate that like you don't have to like, uh, I know we discussed like <laughs> Dr. Straits to do homework, I guess you could say. Um, and I really appreciate like the Daniels doing this type of film right now because I think there's a lot of, at least... Asian Asian immigrants around the world that have uh connected this with like you know with the family and uh or like the the connection with like our parents and whatnots and I think there's a lot of like um movies and shows that are are doing that right now that that talks about that and like whether you have like generational trauma or uh, acceptance or identity I think that's a lot that has to do with this where uh that i feel like and but they feel the other they also film it when they very like creative imaginative a, a funny and sometimes lewd <laughs> way that i didn't expect <laughs> oh, at all yes <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yes yeah yeah you
4: know you know what we're talking about <laughs> yeah yeah
3: uh <laughs> from i was like lewd i was like oh yeah there was a l- <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and then uh and on top of that there's like these sweet gentle moments between like michelle Yo and uh Ki Hun. How do you say a uh, Ki Huan Kee. Yeah, Ki That I just feel like um uh that just it feels like it's from a different movie, but it's mm-hmm. actually in the in this movie perfectly. Like it, it feels like it's telling their story perfectly to me. Um I actually just want to go straight to the spoilers because uh, <laughs> We need I think to we talk about a, it that way. Yeah, 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 we need to talk about it. Uh so here's the Spidey spoilers again uh thank you Josh. so if you're listening this is a spoiler so we're going to spoil the movie um i'll start with you katie uh what is like moments that you found like incredible or anything it's so hard
4: to kind of like choose one yes yeah (laughs) every scene has something amazing about it whether it's the use of visual effects or the the personal struggles between Joy, who's played by Sue, and Evelyn, who's played by Yo, because um, it echoed quite a very pers- it, it had had a very personal resonance with between my mum. It's like mm-hmm. the the you know the struggles of like not only generations but cultural upbringing, and also then you also have the homages of of mm-hmm. Evelyn's life. It's like when you see. James Hong, who's, you know, her father, say, Oh, you know, she was at the he was at the birthway, says, Oh, it's a, it's a it's a girl. I'm like, Oh, that was a girl. I know. And, and I, I didn't I did catch until later. To,
2: mm-hmm. yep. yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it's
4: like, but that but it's that kind of feeling that it set up everything so well and then it and everything everything, then, you know, you feel like it's gonna be, oh God, it's gonna be one of those one of those life crises kind of films. But then you see <laughs> The bad guy Joe Buttapaki come in, and it's like this person is so crazy with, her, <laughs> out, with their outfits, and uh, the you know the quite deadpan humor and the and and the abilities as well, and it just it just throws you, and it's like holy crap, this is not going to be what you're supposed to be. I think. Uh, it's so hard to kind of encapsulate everything about yeah, yeah. how much I love about this film. <laughs> it's really. So someone, someone else talking, I'll chip in.
3: <laughs> John, uh, you're the most, the freshest uh, person right now to have it in your mind. What's your thoughts? Like anything you want to uh, bring I, up? Yeah, this film visually is very stunning. I There is a moment in here where
0: uh, Everlyn basically goes through every multiverse he can uh, think of in this and then. There's like parts in there I just I want just to stop and freeze frame each one just to see every what type of multiverse or how I don't know how the Daniels did it I'm assuming yeah he they filmed
3: (laughs) different yeah yeah yeah
0: different just her her like facial expression in this background and change her look and style I mean there's like a small part there that twice they did like she's in animation form. One is like a coloring book style. Another one looks straight like anime for just that split second you see. And I was like, oh, man, this is, I just want to like, like just pause uh, on these screens and like think like, man, what, what's this type of universe or whatnot? Or what, w- what's the, the reasoning of it and stuff like that. It's just very stunning the way they did visually and emotionally. The part where I start like crying for like 10 minutes, I think it's when, um, uh wayman the uh the husband was giving this speech about like kindness and stuff like that and then you see her basically walking to each person that you see like in superhero films they will be just beating them up but he said like stop and then she started using uh kindness and (laughs) empathy sorry (laughs) i'm just thinking about the moment i feel like i'm gonna (laughs) cry um because i always felt like uh that's like a thing we should teach and stuff like that. I was like, yeah, let me,
4: I think that's, that's a really good point because you know, the, it would be, there was a danger of like, Oh, you know, treat everyone with kindness to become a cliche yeah. or, or even se- overly sentimental. But no, there's like this twang of humor by the Daniels that made that, that whole sequence quite <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, no, I totally agree.
0: But also uh, like, The way they show it, like, when Evelyn touches someone, she can go to, like, the different universe and find that kindness somehow, like, from that universe and bring it into it. I guess you can say, like, find that one universe where everything feels nice and stuff like that. I was like, oh, this is very special. Like, the way she's using her powers is, like, totally opposite from the daughters where it feels like chaos. But she found this one moment where, oh, yeah, I can use it for this purpose and it's like
3: oh this is very nice the way they're portraying this and i think also like the kindness is actually uh um uh translates into like each individual as in like their happiness like yes yes yeah but uh, in the goofiness too even
4: even 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 if their their happiness is a bit weird yeah yeah
3: yeah. like it's actually that's i think i love about it is like It's like this uh, safe space, I guess you could say that, like whatever you love to do or what you feel like you're happy about, that that's accepted in here. (laughs) Like it's like it's even if even it's like a weird thing that we don't like, you know, that probably we won't do, but it's like as long as you're happy, it makes and you're not hurting anyone. I guess you could say that you that's that's we we approve it or uh, whatnot. And I think that's why I love. I think that's the moment the the scene, John, that you're talking about where. I listened to like the score, even like that. That score levitates that scene more because I, I didn't, I didn't listen to it the first time as much. Then I watched that scene again as, like, oh, this is a really good score. Um, uh, I was going to mention really cool uh, one. I think that was I really appreciate is the. Uh, the puppeteering of a ratatouille uh, raccoon to (laughs) it and then uh i think that that that's what that's one of many multiverses i didn't see coming but i do love i do love how the daniels does this thing where they reference something in the movie and it pays off like this like they reference um uh um which Evelyn mentions about like, Oh, what's the rat in the hat? Oh, no, the raccoon in the hat. And like, they're trying to correct her. And that pays off by like seeing a, a, a multiverse a universe with a, a raccoon in the hat. Like that. She was correct. Like she saw that somewhere. That's why <laughs> hmm. uh, that, that brings it all together. I just love how the Daniels could do that. And um, also I was going to mention really quick, um, if there's a movie uh, like, uh, cause I love this movie. Every time there's a movie I watched, I love, I kind of go like on YouTube to see like behind the scenes or like, how did they create this scene? Or mm-hmm. I love listening to like directors or writers explain like w- w- their purpose of this scene and how they directed it. And, um, there's like a really, there's a, there's like probably a handful of YouTube videos with the Daniels explaining certain scenes, uh, the one scene that I thought that was kind of cool that anyone could do actually is when there's a scene where Evelyn, um is when they were like, I think they, I, I forgot how the scene starts, but basically she is being like punched through all the verse, universe uh, universes she's in. And that's only, that was like pretty, um, um, what would you call it? It's uh, it's, it was an easy scene to direct because it was... Uh, what what am I looking for? But they use like a green screen and then uh, Daniel um, uh, Kwan basically walked around like L.A. and then they like sped up his footage to make it look like she's going through these different uh, universes and what? whatnot. What, really? That- yeah, yeah, you should watch that see <laughs> uh, Watch the behind the scenes. Said, Whoa, that's I... all it took was he was just wore a GoPro on his chest and just walked through like L.A. and then it's like... Then they speed it up and then she, uh, um, uh, Michelle... Uh, yo, yo, like uh, sat on the chair and basically like pretended like she's being pushed back mm. and whatnot.
4: Well, actually, um, the Daniels was was in, were in the uh, in the UK for a special screening at the BFI IMAX, mm-hmm. which was the UK, is the biggest screen in the UK, and they were talking about the that particular scene. I think it was mentioned earlier about the different versions of Yo, like yeah, animated, yeah, yeah. Yeah. all that stuff, all the different versions. And I think what they said was that they actually got their friends to help create that oh. during the pandemic. So oh. they kind of got everyone, got loads of people to create that. But those. That's cool. Melee of <laughs> multiverses,
0: <laughs> and they're only like split seconds too of each. Yeah, uh, I wish they have like not a book form, but like a page where you can just see every facial of Michelle. Yu. Or
4: like a flip book. <laughs>
0: Yes yes, yes 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 actually that's a very good idea katie you should message that to the daniels right now
4: yeah a flip book with all of evelyn's faces yeah. right on the
3: yes that's a excellent idea
4: okay i'm, I'm pitching it i'm pitching yeah. it
3: um but that yeah that would be actually excellent that comes with like the steel book and everything oh. <laughs> well,
4: with a hot with a hot with a hot dog finger glove that would be amazing oh yeah, oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> we didn't even mention the hot dogs <laughs> the oh, it
4: was just like the most the, one of the most weirdest things <laughs> yeah but it's one of the most memorable things it's like,
3: yes yeah no
4: hot dogs it's like okay you that's hands and then but when they started putting the hot dogs in either uh, each other's mouths i thought oh 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 god i should Looking away, but I can't. (laughs) Also, ruined hot dogs for me. (laughs) I can't
3: can't,
4: can't have hot dogs. But I'm thinking of that. No,
3: I haven't ate a hot dog since. So yeah, I'm 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 with you. Okay, (laughs) I, I like the I like the gag too about that where. They were like, why do they have hot
0: dogs? And they go, 10 like billion years ago. Like uh, 2000 Odyssey, Space <laughs> yeah, Odyssey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and <then Yeah>. how <laughs> the ape with the hot dog has one versus yeah. the human. I was like,
2: oh,
3: <laughs> that's genius to just show that little part. I think that's why <laughs> I love this film because it references so much stuff that they don't even... It's like you get it. You kind of... It clicks in your mind. Like,
0: oh, they're referencing
3: They're doing a, they're doing a reference
0: where it's not referencing like... Uh, right away to like a media that you know it's like ideas that you think of and they're like oh yeah we'll show you how we got to this one idea or mm-hmm. it just feels very like uh, like natural it doesn't feel like forced reference like in most like when you see comic book films and stuff like that <laughs> <laughs> um,
4: I, I think because um, the, the, the pop culture references that they do use are so quite are actually quite well known. Yeah. They're quite yeah. established. So I think for them to kind of tangent into something else that's quite niche would be would be a bit of a gamble. Mm-hmm. So But
3: that's Uh, that's just just my opinion. Yeah, Uh, yeah. I think like when they when they said the word like Ratatouille, and I was like, oh, that's like a film I haven't think about in a while. Although I watch it like within this year, but like I don't know who thinks about Ratatouille like a daily. Like it's like like, it was like an odd uh, reference. And then then when they connected it, I was like, okay, this is kind of this is kind of this is really funny actually. Mm. Uh, The the connection to it. Um, So. Oh, uh, actually, do are we uh, do we have anything that more add to everything everywhere all at once before we get to like our conclusion? <laughs> I think comparing. we should
4: give a shout out to Kevin Kwan, who yes. you know, as yeah. his first first film in God knows how long he's been, you know, he's he's been only he's kind of better known for his work on the Goonies and was Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom, but but he, I I heard another podcast it's like he came back into hollywood after the success of uh crazy rich Asians. yes yeah yeah He's, you know showing him that there was there was you know he can make an em- he can be in ho- mainstream hollywood cinema and he actually whilst he was um you know away uh he'd been working with uh Wong Kar-wai as a, a, an assistant director Whoop. which is why like the scene with him as wayman and, and Evelyn in the alley is so Reminiscent yes. to new love, so uh, it was just I got, so. Uh, I
3: got goosebumps watching that. I was, oh, this is like, yeah, it's <laughs> so
4: you know, it's so beautiful because it's so understated mm-hmm. when you compare it to the rest of the film. It's quite a very intimate scene, but yes, yeah, god, he's so great in this film, mm. and also I love the fact that because it's an Asian, it's an Asian-led film, but there's no resorting to tropes or anything, instead, they kind of celebrate it's asian identity through mm-hmm. yeah. you know the culture and the generation the celebrations i think that's something that uh, you know might come as um underrated when it, yes, when you have I, asian leads and but it's something that i think needs to be um celebrated more
3: I, I i totally agree like it's it's remarkable and satisfying to see like asian or asian american characters too like or Asian actors in general, just to be in this weird comedy that like I they don't have y- to fall through like all the yeah. stereotypes and whatnot. Oh, what yep. are you going to say? And it's on?
0: also a genre film. Like you don't yes, see that yeah. much, mm-hmm. like um, in especially I don't know any like genre films that depicts Asian uh, a whole Asian cast like this. Like just sci-fi in general. Like in the,
3: I feel like more like in the uh, that's uh an american asian american film right like that because i feel like you could see that in in like in uh you know uh asian countries the, oh the yes 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 i see what you're saying yeah. also
4: the- i forgot to mention michelle Yeoh is a queen and she is amazing yes. in this film yeah yeah we she I, I would love the fact that she's breaking out of this mold that you know only asian actors could do drama or martial arts and stuff but now she's she's come she's funny and she's sensitive and mm-hmm. you know she she you know she she acts it's not just you know action scenes anymore she does hmm. everything here and she's you know she just carries the film so well and she deserves all the praise for the, for for her performance
3: yes yeah, there's a uh, uh awesome interview with her i think it's in uh Vanity. I don't know. actually. There's a. It's a video where she explains when she got the script from the Daniels, and and then like she cried and I cried in that. Scene, in that and oh was god, like, yeah. No, yeah.
4: I did as well. Oh my yeah. god, it was because so, she. You know, there was no allowed her to do to do everything. She wasn't constricted by like certain tropes and stereotypes mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. And I thought that was just because when you when she's you know she's starred with some of the biggest names in in film, like mm-hmm. and you know and. But for now to her ha, have this lead role in a big film that is universally acclaimed, mm-hmm. you know, good for her.
3: Mm-hmm. And it's not even attached to like a sequel or anything <laughs> like a think
4: I don't think it needs one.
3: Yeah, yeah. No, no. <laughs> uh, really quick. How would you guys feel? Because I, I just I was reading that um the the husband was the role of the husband was supposed to go to jackie chan was uh, it think, yeah, really? yeah. yeah apparently oh, wow. jackie
4: chan was supposed to be the lead character in this in this yeah. film i i don't i don't think it would have had the same impact if it, he i love I, i'm a big fan of his yeah but i don't yeah, same think here. i don't think it would have this film would have the same impact if he was the main character
3: yeah no. same here i think so too um so before we end this oh after we now we're now we're going towards our actual discussion. I'm sorry. <laughs> um <laughs> uh, but yeah. So because we watch both multiverse films and whatnot, I wanna bring up some we could discuss like which film sort of did the multiverse better i guess you could on which films i feel like i kind of know the answer to all this now but uh after discussing it but then also like which ones tackle like motherhood and uh, whatnot um i'll actually i'll I'll start with john this time uh what's your thoughts uh which would what what which film do you feel like is better doing the multiverse
2: (laughs)
0: um
3: better by more
0: interesting i think yeah uh everything everywhere all at once did it more interesting i think the way that madness did it is very vanilla like you know there's another (laughs) universe you just jump through it right through a gate and that's it it's literally like this one gives the idea that you can like uh everything everywhere all at once gives the idea that you kind of like it's another like reference to another film the matrix where you can like Download those universes uh of yourself <laughs> into a system and then give that personality to or that trait you basically and then acknowledging that that universe has this trait that you're good at, and then you can use it in this universe and I thought that was a really really good idea great idea actually that I've never seen like in this type of film this genre and so I was like even the way they show um uh, uh the, the way it is shown, like they're all hooked up into this like almost like matrix type of uh, version inside the van. And literally they have their own little computer people downloading things and stuff like that. I was like, oh this is cool. And then you have to hit like, oh and also <laughs> the way to get that power, you have to do this silly things that's connected to that power. They they give a whole reasoning. I can't explain it, but it makes sense in the film. And was then, it? I thought and that was yeah, great...
4: it's like the, the highest level of predictability what yes, happened yeah, the, yeah. the, the the the, best, the most secure way to jump to the correct multiverse. Yes, <laughs> I think that's yes, the best yeah. way. That's yeah. the way they explained it. Um
3: <laughs> <laughs> but I think but, that's it's so it's so incredibly like you understand it. Like it's comprehensible. Like you understand the roles of that. And I think that's why I love it is because Mm -hmm. of that.
0: (laughs) And they they could just do anything after that. Like
3: if you introduce
0: that one little idea and, and everything doesn't look as goofy because they're doing it for a reason. Like all, there's a scene where, uh, I forgot his name. (laughs) Uh, the father basically has, what was it?
4: Wayman.
3: Yeah. Wayman. Oh, yeah, yes, yes. That's he basically for
4: grandfather, so.
3: Yes. Oh, no, nice. okay, Gong Gong. Yeah. Oh. Uh.
0: But he has like an army of, I don't know what they're called, though. Like other oh, jumpers. call and them I, minions, I guess you could uh, say. Yes,
3: minions. Not like they not, all... uh, cartoons, but. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but they have to do their own version of that, and they all were just doing it all at once. <laughs> it's just like, oh, this is funny. They're just all of them doing it. Uh, all together uh it's funny we i think we're gonna keep saying everything everywhere all at once in this podcast but it just it's just a very delightful scene
3: just to see that everyone doing it uh all at once <laughs> i feel like katie i know your answer but who do you think did the multiverse better
4: <laughs> obviously obviously i'm gonna choose this one uh every, yeah. everywhere everything, uh, everything everywhere all at once it's not just the fact that i feel that it tackles the multiverse better but it also does it independently it's not overly reliant on other things other that just feels like you get it you get the references you get and it doesn't and also branches out into the more different multi- universes that you think may not exist but they make sense at like the animated versions and then when you see Evelyn and Jobu Confront each other, you see them, oh joy, sorry, you can see them you know become different versions of things like pinatas <laughs> and rocks, yeah, I just thought that was so clever and so surprising because it doesn't it it doesn't mean that they don't have the same kind of dynamic, they still have that troublesome mother daughter relationship, um, and God, it just it just kind of opens your eyes to how you can actually communicate, characters can communicate with each other despite being a completely different physical state.
3: Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. Like they, everything, everyone all at once did it well, just because like you said, like the, the way they just, translate everything it's it's pleasing and you kind of get what's happening uh, i think i've used this word of the the visual grammar of it all where like in multiverse of madness it, it, it's although they're like trying to tell like a straight story about like all these multiverse like even when they went through the different multiverses it, it didn't feel creative it felt very like I don't know, it felt very like CG and it doesn't feel authentic when I saw them going through jumping everything. And then with the Daniels, they did the exact same, you know, um, scenes where um, uh, Evelyn was going through all these verses, but they only show her face and you kind of get exactly what that world is. Even in the split second, you know, like this is the world where I'm uh, this cartoon character and you kind of like, you remember those worlds better than even like when I left madness, I was like, I don't actually don't remember a lot of the worlds they went through that brief second while like Evelyn's you could, you kind of get everything uh, really well. And like, like I think the, the translation how the Daniels did that with like showing and not telling, you know, like everyone always says like, you know, you show the action, not tell what's happening. Uh, I think, I love how they, they trust the audience and relying on the audience, like, to get what is happening in this ver- universe, and not, they don't even have to explain that these are two, you know, rocks, or like you kind of, ex- you you really know, like, okay, these are two rocks who are in this environment where the human existence doesn't exist and everything. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just love like how and it, like it's what's weird is like they did it with like a budget of like twenty five million, and then they did everything. That Doctor Strange did it with like a budget of like a two hundred million. <laughs> so, uh, like it's it, like uh, Katie, you mentioned this before. Like sometimes getting like being small and just being constrained with like your story is better than being like this big budget, overwhelming uh, movie. Um, sometimes, especially if it's something personal, if you like, if I remember me directed Multiverse of Madness like in a personal way. Uh, And then relying, not relying on like a big budget. I think he could have went back old school, like Evil Dead, you know, uh, Army of Darkness type of way, and probably tell a story about you know a person going through a different universe and whatnot. And um, you see hints of it in uh, Madness, but you don't. I wish it was like the whole movie (laughs) telling you that. I think. I think
4: think with because it's the MCU, there is more to kind of tie. There is more pressure. Maybe mm-hmm. to tie it in with every branch of Marvel entertainment that is um that is going around at the moment. Whereas yeah, everything everywhere all at once is all is quite contained, but it allows the Daniels to fo- to help to kind of develop yes. the emotional relationships mm. surrounding Evelyn from her father to her husband to her daughter, and that it it's not just about it's not yet yeah, we can call it a sci-fi film. But it doesn't mean that you know we can resonate with we cannot resonate with it. There is mm-hmm. so much heart in this film, and I think it can be. I think that's the thing that people tend to take from it.
3: Yep. The, yeah, yeah, the heart. I, you just reminded me because you just mentioned all like the generations, like the. I know that we're going back to everything all at once. That, uh like the scene when Joy is about to go to like the black hole, bagel, black hole. And you see, like, this is the whole thing about like showing that telling where they're on the staircase and everyone's like hanging onto each other. And I was like, that's a remarkable, like shot there. G- like, different s- generations. yeah, too. Different generations hanging on and then like supporting mm-hmm. each other. Understanding. Mm-hmm. I was like, Oh wow. Like this is just told in this one scene where like probably another movie, I don't know, will like explain everything to you <laughs> or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. I have an idea for the Daniels, if they are looking to make another film.
0: Yeah, they can maybe, maybe, maybe make uh, American Chavez.
3: Oh, (laughs) Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah. I'll just throw it
0: out there, and maybe in a different universe,
3: it did happen. I mean, I could see them tackling uh, probably, a, I don't know if they're interested in Marvel movies, because nah. they kind of <laughs> made one that's better. A <laughs> uh, 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 superhero be- uh, movie that's better. Um, we can move, forward to the, uh, move on to the next topic. It's more of the connection with these movies with motherhood. Uh, I think both of them tells different stories of motherhood, because one tells more about grief, and the other one tells about more about the immigrant uh, story but um i actually don't know if there is a connection other than that but um yeah there's like uh i'll actually i'll ask katie <laughs> what's your thoughts about it
4: <laughs> um well i think in the multiverse of madness there is that idea of loss and that that seems to be quite unique in a way Mm -hmm. because it's like you know you have these you have you have your you raise these children and you see them grow up and that kind of thing and now when they're gone it's that you want them to be back back in your life you need to have something in your life to anchor them whereas here it's i don't know it feels like evelyn feels the weight of her you know everything that's going around wrong with her go that seems to deter her or go wrong with her it's like the mistakes that she she feels that she's made mistakes her life is full of mistakes and that's that's what weighs her down and that kind of pessimism uh deflation is kind of trans transcends to joy but it's like
3: oh yeah you're right yeah
4: along with the cultural aspect there's also the fact idea that Evelyn is not completely accepting of joy as she is, she feels like she could do more, but she doesn't, it's not, there's there's not enough um, openness between them to discuss this properly. And that kind of feeds the relationship, the the antagonist, antagonism, sorry, by, from Joe Butapaki. But it was, like I said, it had that kind of rung a bell because, you know, as a British born Chinese, there's the, the cultural, generational differences that can that just can affect relationships between parent and child so easily and for me that was one of the hardest hitting things about this film and to have it in a big hollywood film or an independent hollywood film is just quite remarkable
3: yeah um i think there's like even though um like it's told in a chinese american immigrants away uh john and i are filipinos but like we could i i feel like that, that's what we're, was lovely about this film is that uh, um you could be any sort of like immigrant because there's like this challenges that we all face as immigrants to a new country or first generation immigrants where you're trying to like assimilate and everything and then trying to get by and then you have us like John and I, where we're like, we're 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 children of immigrants, and then that, um, and then to see them struggle, and then like I feel like this film puts a whole different perspective of like how I see my parents now because I I think we we tend to like just blame like oh you know I don't, I don't want to bring it out in like personal stuff but like I think a lot of children of immigrants tend to like blame oh you know you're just too hard on us or whatever but i feel like this showcases really well about like how it is hard for our parents and how difficult it may have been for them to come to a completely uh like you know a country they're they are they are they're not familiar with a language they're probably not familiar with, or a culture they're not familiar with and it kind of empathize with them and it kind of brings you this um uh, understanding, like you know, they're going. They were going through so much when they came here, and then, mm-hmm. um, and then, like ra- probably tying it up with like <laughs> Wanda, uh, um, is that I think what's lovely about her. She Elizabeth Olsen plays it really well too. Is that you go, I ca- especially within a show, like her griefs around her children and how much like motherhood means so much to her and how she has to always think about like trying to fulfill that oh no to fill that void in her and it's like it's terrible but you also um i could see that connecting with like everlyn where she's trying to get back to her daughter and then um wanda's trying to get back to her children like that's the only connection i see there is like they both are uh connect trying to get back to their children somehow um but yeah how about you John? I'm sorry. <laughs> I agree on everything you guys have said. Like it is about
0: especially the yeah, about the connection of how the mother um needs the children, I guess, the for both films, but I do feel more connected to everything everywhere all at once more um because I'm dealing with that now. Like I have a son that's 13 and he's making his own identity now. Uh even though I'm we Ben and I are both born in the Philippines, and we were raised here in the F- America. He, my brother, uh, my son is first generation of my family. You know, to be born here and whatnot. But because he's also uh, mixed race, he's Mexican and Filipino, so he has like this duality to be both. But at the same time, we're not expecting that. Like it's 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 the in, in the film you see the daughter too has that where. Uh, she speaks uh, uh, in her language, but also she's independent with her girlfriend and whatnot, her own life. And I thought that was very, like it is that first generation. And in, in WandaVision, even though we only know about the kids for a little bit, I, it, as a parent, it is, I in the series, I felt that grief more of like, oh yeah, it is hard to lose a child. I, feel, I will feel very, I haven't I mean I haven't felt that but i I can feel that where if you do lose someone that you only knew in that expand and want them back I can I can see how Wanda can go out of her way to find that in that a different universe and uh yeah just to f- find her kids again um yeah i I don't know what else to say <laughs> because you guys <laughs> said it everything well already um, but
3: yeah <laughs> um I think that's it for this, the discussion of comparison. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think they both do their own version, but I'm still on the side of, like, I think if you want to watch something that deals with, you know, family and multiverses, I think uh, Everything Everywhere All At Once is, like, the better movie. Um, such m- much better movie, just because I think you you will get that emotional impact with this one, uh, with Everything Everywhere All At Once. Yeah. Um, Katie, do you have any uh, last things to say before we leave?
4: I think we've covered everything. Yes, <laughs> <Cool. laughs> <So, laughs> I think if we, I think if we were to just kind of like delve further into it, we might get lost in, and then <laughs> maybe recoup back to something that we've already said. So I think, um, I think I, I don't know about you guys, but I yeah. think um, I think we've summed up up how much we enjoyed this movie
3: yes yeah yep. yeah <laughs> um yeah so we highly recommend everything everywhere all at once it is out streaming on vod um i think in some places most places you could buy it for 20 dollars. but if if you're a listener i would recommend buying a, a physical copy if whenever the still book comes out um i think of i don't know i don't want to research it here right now, right now but i think for us it's coming out soon um yeah it uh it is slated to come out on the u.s blu-ray ultra blu-ray on july 5th um so i don't know about <laughs> uk um uh- uh, yeah that's uh, yeah, to, yeah, to be confirmed yeah that's <laughs> to be confirmed so you can um,
0: celebrate independence day here in america by
3: buying the film <laughs> <laughs> i guess yes yeah yeah uh, <laughs> um but yeah thank you again katie for joining us uh, it was a it's w- it's always lovely to chat with you especially with these type of films i really love uh your opinions and how um how ecstatic you are all the time uh, when we, uh, we discuss these films
4: <laughs> my pleasure thank you for having me uh
3: before we leave where can they find you online
4: um you can find me on twitter at katie smith wong that's katie with an ie um or you can also find my reviews and pieces on flick Feast, moviemarker.co.uk digital spy new scientist and music movies and hoops
3: cool thank you uh, yeah once again, uh, I, I advise you to read all of her material and uh, uh, work. Um, John, where can they find you? Uh, you can find myself and my partner as we play
0: Parasite E. We, can, we are still continuing at date night uh,
3: You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Benjamin Abaya. You can find all of our episodes, uh, the past episodes, at the freaking awesome.com, which direct you to our patron uh you could become a patron for no less than a dollar this helps us offset the cost of running a website and podcasts but if you do not have uh, the funds please support and listen subscribe rate and leave a comment on apple Podcasts and google play um i also want to mention like uh, if you become a, a second tier patron you get our old our bonus shows and whatnot, which is uh, John's horror podcast of uh, "Kill Them All," which oh yeah, you're wrapping up um, the Nightmare on Elm Street uh, series. Yeah, um, and then I have an episode of the Real Impact, uh, which we will discuss uh, the film "The Bicycle Thief." Um, so go there, become a third tier patron, no less than three dollars. Uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at TFA Now. Engage with us on, um, on the freaking awesome TikTok page. Uh, once again, I want to thank CRSA Chow for producing, John for editing last week's episode and this week's episode, uh, and putting out the creating all the cool videos in social media. Uh, thank you, Katie and everyone listening. I'm Benjamin Abaya. I'm John Abaya.
4: And I'm Katie Smith And
3: this has been the freaking awesome let <gunshot>